This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Okay, live on a Saturday. Yes, we were off Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, and Saturday of last week, or this weekend last week. Your boy had COVID. So we are back, and we are picking up on some of the interviews and things that we were not able to get through early in the week. And we have LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton, who is here with us, and he'll be joining us now. Chris, what's going on, man? What's happening? Nothing much. Just chilling. Just chilling. I love it. I love to hear. Well, let me apologize. Um, I, it wasn't my intention <laughs> to catch the Rona last week to not have you on, but we're better now. We got you here, and we're, it, it, it's going to be fun to talk to you, man. How's everything going? Everything going good. Uh, just taking things one day at a time. Well, I, I, I got to admit, I got to admit, I saw some photos, Chris, of you, and it looks like Coach uh, Flint got y'all out there in that heat. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we we're going to talk to Chris Hilton, Jr. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all their Facebook groups. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Share, share, share. Listen on XM Radio. You're listening to us. On the audio podcast platform, share it, share it, share. Okay, let's do this very quickly, Chris. Let's talk about our good sponsors over the Drake Williams Law Firm, and then we'll return, and then we'll have a full exclusive with Chris Hilton Jr. from LSU Football. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 
Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Chris, we got a lot of people in here, uh, and Pooh Bear just said happy Father's Day to everybody part of the Rudy crew. Your dad is somebody that LSU fans uh, came accustomed to. They followed him on Twitter. They followed him, you, your mom, everybody on recruiting. But, look, I mean, I know your dad's been not in maybe in the same position you have, but, you know, on this Father's Day and on this Father's Day weekend, what has your, your dad meant to you and the transition and bringing you and helping you and guiding you and to the position you're in right now? Uh, for me, he played a big role for me growing up because, like, like, growing up, he told me, like, everything that he did when he was in high school and in college, and that made me kind of want to be like him, even though it's a different sport. But, you know, yeah, he kind of, like, painted the picture for me. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, young men <laughs> such as yourself and myself, we always kind of want to be like our dads when we grow up, right? Like, they're our heroes. Yeah. And, look, he was in a unique situation to be able to help you and guide you uh, to where you are now. We have we do have a question for you, though, and I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, I fr- uh, we missed it. Oh, here it is. From Buster, he says, hashtag ask Chris, what do you think you could jump in a vertical? What do you think you can get up to? personally not sure uh-huh because you know there's a difference between being like a two-footed jumper and a one-footed jumper and like for me i'm a one-footed jumper so running up jumping that's kind of like what i do instead of from like a standstill so it's kind of hard to say so i what we did see though okay <clears throat> and, and a humble brag to you i'm gonna make you talk about it <laughs> uh-huh. um you literally tested out this spring and this summer so far as LSU's fastest player. I know that you might not think about it or talk about it. Anybody said anything to you about it, though? I mean, Chris, you got to admit, it's one thing to be very fast. It's another thing to be fast at a school like LSU where there's a lot of fast dudes. You're faster than those guys. What is it like for you, though? I mean, when you see – it's one thing to be able to, you know, know that you're fast, but when the testing and everything coming out literally is saying that you're the fastest man on the team, what is that like for you? Uh, for me, I mean, like, I've been fast pretty much my uh, my whole life. And that's all to my parents, because, like, sometimes I'll have people ask me, oh, like, what do you do for, like, your speed? Like, how do you get so fast? I just tell them it's just genetics. Like, I don't really do anything for it. <laughs> so it's just all God-given. Yeah. So I, I got to admit, do you think or ask, you think you could uh, do some damage in track at LSU or no? Uh, I feel like I feel like I could help out in a way 
just depending on like what they need me to do. But I feel like I could help. What's your favorite? Is it like the hundred, two hundred relay? What, what what's the favorite thing you like to run? I mean, I know that you're a big jumper. Um, yeah. but is that your thing? Is the the jumping? Uh, well, for high school, my main was jumping, but the four hundred, the four hundred wasn't bad. Also, why why the four hundred? Why such a longer distance? I mean, because you got a lot of you know, I don't want to say shorter speed, but long speed too. But what was it about the four hundred? I don't even know. My dad <laughs> ran so. Okay, I got you. I got you. So picking up what speaking on Father's Day, picking up. Uh, what he yeah. was putting down. Chris, let's get on the field, man. I mean, look, there's a lot of camps going on. We're getting to see a lot about Cortez Hankton. A lot of the local kids falling in love with wide receivers coach and your wide and your position coach, Cortez Hankton. Now, I know that we've talked about him before, um, yeah. but Cortez is a guy that had to work his way back to Louisiana. He had to work his way back. He's just coming off a national title. From a, From his perspective, though, does he talk about that national title any with you guys? from a season ago or, or what's that like with him? And do you ask him, like, what are, what are y'all's conversations like? And not too, in too much detail, but what are those conversations like that you have with him? Uh, about the national championship. I don't think I've ever heard him mention it like at all. And that's probably because like, he doesn't want to like, he probably wants to focus on like, what's in, we have this thing, right? It's called win, which means what's important now. So that's probably what's going through his mind instead of like reliving like what happened in the past. He's worried about like what's going on right now. So does that does it change for you though? I mean, look, Mickey Joseph, those guys, the guys that recruited you, amazing coaches. Uh, but that's got to put a a little bit of a difference though that you saw that you you have a position coach coming in that just won a national title though, right? I mean, look, you were being recruited in the process of nineteen when LSU was doing amazing things. Uh, yeah. What is it like for you? I mean, maybe he doesn't talk about it, but I mean, what? what how does that affect you and, and what you believe in your growth and how it changes? Uh, for me, it just, it lets me know that I could trust him and like whatever he's telling me, I know it's probably right because like he didn't been through everything. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a question here from Buster Tanner <coughs> again. He says, hashtag ask Chris. Uh, what is what do you think about the new corners uh, you've been going up against lately? Look, we talked to Seven Banks. I know that he's not out there with you guys a lot, but he talks about like, he, you know, he speaks glowing of you guys, you you yourself in particular. Um, what has it been like? I mean, going out there this summer. I mean, you got a lot of new guys that you're battling up against. What's that been like for you? Uh, it's been pretty good. Like that's what you come to LSU for. You come for the competition. The competition makes everybody better. So at the end of the day, uh, we all out there to get better. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, the one thing that they played at, at Stingley, Derek Stingley Jr.'s, uh, you know, when he was getting drafted, speaking of being drafted, that's the sound, that's the sound that you're gonna hear, Chris, right before you know, first overall pick. You know, that's what that's what, I'd pick you first overall, Chris. That's what all I'm saying. But we saw the the videos of Jamar and and Derek going battling one on one. They weren't showing Derek's highlights, you know, the interception and in that in, in the uh, SEC championship game. It was him versus Jamar. I mean, Chris, at some point, bro, practice has got to be a little bit more difficult than the games, right? Yeah, because uh, if it's hard if it's hard in practice, when it comes time for the game, it's gonna be easy, and that's what you really want at the end. Well, you know, what's what's interesting is when it is that difficult, right, like in practice, yeah. it kind of gives you that confidence. Like, 
all right, dude, there's <clears> not <throat> another human being that's better than the guy that I'm facing in practice, right? And, yeah. and, and really and truthfully, Chris, the guys that are third, fourth, fifth string, whatever it may be, they're just as damn talented, right? Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, when you go when you're going up against Makai Garner and those guys, they're not going to see. There's probably not a lot of human beings, if any, faster than you that they'll see this season, right? I mean, and that's just that's insane when you think about the talent that you guys have there, and yeah. you know what you're doing there. It's just amazing. Yeah. Well, look, I I got to admit. I got to admit, it's amazing. It's amazing for me to to watch it and see it. Oh, but look, Chris, we're 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 counting down less than about two, or coming up on two months, sixty days coming up on sixty more days before y'all kick off. Um, I ask you this every week or every time that we have you. But any more thoughts about getting so close to the season? I know it's hot, but at some point midway through the se- midway through the summer, you just start like, man, we just got to get. Football season's got to get here. We're in the lull, right? We're in the the summer lull. There's not a lot of sports going on. NBA just just finished up, just wrapped up. I mean, you got to be chomping at the bit to get out there. Yeah, uh, like the best part is, is like you'll look up the next thing you know, the season's already here. Like we're going through some workouts now. Then you got fall camp. Then boom, the season's here. So. It feels like a long time, but it's really not. No, it really isn't. <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod says, hashtag ask, ask Chris, what gets you hype? It, what excites you for a game? Is there any one thing <laughs> that you love when you're going into a game that you love and you have to have? Uh, gets me hype. I'm not really a hype person. Like, when it comes, like, like before a game, I'm normally, like, a chill person. So, I'll probably, like, listen to music or something like that. See now, Mike Jones said that he's he listens to gospel music, but I don't believe him. You know, like what what kind of music is are you listening to when you're walking up? You know, during the Tiger Walk, what is Chris listening to? Uh, J Cole. Okay, okay. Do you listen to the new Drake album, by the way? <laughs> Not yet, bro. I, I ain't trying to disrespect Drake in no kind of way, but dog, I just like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But I don't like the new Drake album, bro. I need, you know, for me, it's like I, I need some, like, I need to get ready to go. But you can't psych your, yourself out too much, though. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be just even keel. And I think that comes with time, though. But don't listen to the new Drake walking in. All right, I got you. But uh, <laughs> the exciting part about it, uh, well, the game that we play Southern – I don't know. I yeah, week two. That. Yeah, that's week two. Yeah, that that's one game I can't wait to play because my whole family, they all went to Southern, so I know they all gonna be there in the uh, stadium, whether it be inside the stadium or outside the stadium. I know they're gonna be there. Chris, ironically, that you say that, okay, everybody's ready for that game, right? I mean, battle of the ba- I mean, you got Southern band, you have <clears throat> Baton Rouge schools going up against. It's gonna be fun. It's glad to hear you say that. You know, like yeah. Could you imagine those Southern span getting you riled up, you know, like ready to go? <laughs> you know, that's, could, that's, yeah, because I grew, I grew up watching the band. My didn't go lie. going to the Southern games. You, you was there for like most people say they go for the game. Most people are there for the band. Exactly, exactly. I, I mean, look, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, but I kind of wanted to play the tuba in Southern span. I might be the only white dude in there, but hey, I wanted to. I mean, but they're that electric. They're that yeah. good. I, I got to ask you. I hope I don't get you in trouble. I don't think I will. 
what you going to do if the band plays the Southern plays neck? You know, LSU gets fined. They can't play it. Yeah. But what would happen if so? I mean, because they can't find Southern. Uh-uh. I mean, if they play it, they'll probably go hand-to-hand, the LSU fans and the Southern fans. Oh, dude. I- I'm telling you, bro, it's going to be an electric game, man. It's going to be yeah. an electric game. Let me ask you this, and this is a little off subject. And, and look, I don't mean this to LSU or anything. Do you keep up with the HBCU, like seeing what Dion is doing and, and, and how HBCUs are being impacted by coaches like Dion? Are you, do you keep your eyes on that kind of stuff? Like, and maybe it was being changed a little bit when you were in recruiting, but how much do you keep your eyes on what Coach D and them, them guys are doing? I mean, it's hard to miss because it's always popping up on the internet of uh, the things that he's doing. But I'm glad he's uh, making a change. That's uh, really good for HBCUs uh, all around the country. Have you seen, like, um, Dion getting the funds for, like, their new weight room and, and their new, like, locker yeah. room and stuff? Bro, like, yeah. they have TVs above their locker. I mean, yeah, look, at y'all, nobody can really compete with <laughs> LSU's locker room is insane. But, man, that's great that he was able to, to do that. I mean, I'm not saying you wouldn't go to LSU and putting you in a bad spot. I just – but – you would have to take a look at something like that, right? Like if you're in recruiting. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's something you got to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Bear Granger says, hashtag ask Rich, which young wide receiver has surprised you the most and could make a splash quicker than expected? Probably. I'm going to go with Landon. Ibiata. Why, yeah. why Landon? Because he reminds me of myself in a way. Okay, can you expound expound on that? Why does he remind you of you? Uh, the jump jump ball ability. He's all he's also uh, very quick, so he just reminds me of myself. Now, Chris, we know we talk about your speed a lot, okay? And you talk about you and Landon being a lot alike, but people don't talk a lot about your route running and your lateral quickness. Is that something that you? want to be more known about i mean just because of how good of a route runner you are and things like that uh yeah because it's definitely something that i had to put in the work for like coming out of high school i wasn't really known as a route runner i was just considered like raw so that's something i had to work on so do you think that that's the most developed part of your game from high school until now is just running routes lateral quickness things like that yeah i love it i love it all right chris last one we'll get you out of here what um what are you what are you working on next? I mean, there's not a lot going on during the summer. I mean, before you know it, me and you'll be talking about the games and how everything went. But for now, it's just you guys working out. Um, let me ask you this: a lot of LSU camps this week. Were you be were you a part of any of the the camps? Were you able to see any of the guys or or anything like that? I went to I went and watched one, and that's because my little brother was there, so I went to go watch him. How'd, how'd your little brother do? Was he mossing dudes in the back of the end zone or what? I wouldn't say that, but he he held his own. Okay, okay. You gotta you gotta put some respect on your little brother's name, man. So he did good. Okay. What yeah. great what grade is he in? He's going to the tenth. Going to the tenth. Okay. Okay. What position do you play? Wide receiver like yourself? Yeah. All right. Hey, would you st- would you stay an extra year to play with your brother at LSU if it came down to it? <laughs> uh, no, come on, man. Oh. 
<laughs> I hear you. All right. All right, Chris Hilton Jr., man, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you part. Tell your dad and everybody that we said happy Father's Day, and you have a good weekend, my man. All right, you too. All right, that's LSU wide receiver Chris Hilton. Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Uh, Dwayne says, I think Southern and LSU band should perform together. I don't want – I, I got to be honest. I don't want LSU's band to perform. <laughs> Sit your ass on the sidelines. Like, I want to see girls twerking on the 50. You know what I mean? Pop that ass, shorty. Let me see what you got. Shake that ass. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Pooh Bear's going to say I've been dating quiches again. <laughs> uh, Tiger Den Sports says, who's the most physical corner? I think he talked He talked about Makai Garner last week. Um, Tiger Den, we had talked about that last week. All right, let's do this. We got a lot we got to talk about. Uh, we'll make this a little bit of a good show. And Chris starting that off, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do that. But let's pay some bills very quickly. LSU baseball coaching staff. Jay Johnson's looking for a couple of guys to round out of staff. He's got a lot that he's got to do. But let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. Guys, we'll be back in a minute to discuss. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then... They can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Yeah, we do need to get those likes up. But Doughboy, Doughboy, Doughbeezy, he says Doughbeezy, no, Doughboy says the dancing COVID doll. Hey, man, you can call me what you want, but y look, listen, when Southern, what, Pooh Bear, what do they call the Southern Southern girls? I, I mean, Jagettes. I mean, I don't know what they call them. I mean, they're the Jaguar, Jagettes, Tigerettes, whatever, you, you know, the, you, bro, watch them. They all, you know, the song be playing, but they sit down and they, and they wait and they all do all this dramatic stuff. Bum, 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 da, da. And the girls stand up and they start, you know, doing all this shit. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling the dancing dolls. I'm telling you. I'm ready. That game's going to be hype, bro. Do you realize the LSU, the LSU Southern game is probably going to be the most hype? 
pop lock and dropping it. I swear to God, those girls start pop locking and dropping it. Shit. I hope LSU gets beat. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Front row seat. I want to see girls pop block and dropping it. What's y- what y'all getting mad at me for? Shit. Dobeezy says, uh, you've been, I don't know. I can't get this comment to pull up. Uh, you've been paying attention, I see. Well, hey, man. Uh, Pooh Bear says, technically, they used to be the dancing dolls. Okay. Well, I don't care what they call uh, as long as they twerk in that ass. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne says, Lil Boosie said, everyone has some ratchet in them. That's true. That's true. Um, let's do this very quickly. Um, if you missed it, uh, LSU got a breaking news. LSU got a recruit today. How about that? If you missed it today, LSU got a commitment from four-star safety in the 2024 class, Maurice Williams II. I got to say a couple of things, and then I want to get to this baseball staff stuff. Um, we won't be too long here tonight, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk for a little bit. Um, again, this kind of just goes to my point, man. This goes to the point of where was this whole thing of Brian Kelly can't recruit. You, now the LSU just got another top 65 recruit. And I get that it's in the 2024 class because the 2023 guys are going to pop. They're going to get commits. They're going to get players. They're going to be fine in recruiting. All I heard was all this time was, oh, my God, Corey Raymond this, Corey Raymond that. Guys, Corey Raymond's coming in second. In his recruiting battles. He's going to get some guys, but he's not coming inside the state of Louisiana and getting any of your dudes. He's not beating LSU for any corners. You know, all I hear is that, well, Denver Harris was going to LSU because of Corey Raymond. Well, then why in the shit did he not follow him to Florida? See, this whole thing about Brian Kelly can't recruit and this staff can't recruit. Kerry Cooks, quite honestly, is kicking Corey Raymond's ass in recruiting. Let's call it what it is. Kerry Cooks is smacking Corey Raymond's ass in recruiting. No pause. If this were a football score, it'd be 42-0 to zero at the current moment. It would be, man. You got a kid, Derek Williams, from Corey's hometown, not even giving Corey his visit. And y'all all worried about recruiting. You mean to tell me that these recruits, <coughs> you mean to tell me that these guys that are committing to LSU don't have NIL deals or don't have something going on? There's not something going on with these guys? You're a buffoon if you think that. God, naive, stupidity, stupidity at its finest and its highest order. I, I don't. I, it's it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that LSU can go out and get a top 65 recruit and y'all don't praise the commitment of a recruit. But when something doesn't go your way in recruiting, you pout, moan, and scream like a baby back BIA and you want to continue to run to a microphone and scream that LSU's behind, but when they do something and get a top 65 recruit at a position of need, you don't say a damn thing. <coughs> Unreal, man. Unreal. 
the amount of stupidity. Uh, Robert says, uh, Robert Plaisland says, Arkansas putting up Stanford. They're 7-1 in the top of seven. Uh, Daniel Glenn says, uh, 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 Southern game will be the most uh, little scrimmage. I, I don't. That's not what that game needs to or is about. Uh, LG says, Kerry, quote unquote, the chef cooks. Kerry, Kerry Cooks is waxing Corey at the current moment. You know, when, when Kerry Cooks was hired, oh, can he recruit? Can he come to the SEC and recruit? Well, all of you should probably be running to Twitter and telling Kerry Cooks you're sorry because that man has recruited his ass off. He's recruited his ass off. Should probably do the same thing for Robert Steeples. It's the other positions that are quote-unquote behind that you didn't worry about. Remember? But the LSU is going to be fine, man. They're going to be fine. And all of a sudden, you got Chris Hilton coming up in this thing talking about how Landon Ibietta and how athletic and good he is. There was only one reason why, uh, why Landon Ibietta was a three-star. Unfortunately, it has nothing to do with football. And unfortunately, other kids get labeled things because of the color of their skin. White, black, or indifferent. But, you you know, uh, everybody will celebrate, you know, the things that they want to celebrate and talk about highly and positively the things that they want to talk about. But you got to be able and you have to look at the realistic nature of things. For once, look at the reality. This isn't, this is not make-believe land. We're not playing in make-believe land. I don't, the panic that some of you share is unrealistically stupid. But you won't talk about a new recruit coming in. Buster Tanner says, any smoke on who LSU will be getting as a pitching coach? We'll talk about that in just a quick second. Uh, Lee McCaffrey says, it's the same people said Kelly was a bad pitching coach. We'll talk about that in a second. Ryan uh, Gidry says, bad Corey, bad Corey. Bad baby, bad baby. Yes. Eric brings up probably the biggest point. Eric Johnson on Facebook. LSU recruits itself, period. You you, you got to do some things, yes. You got to do some things, yes. But LSU is going to recruit itself. Coy Raymond was not the reason those DBs were coming here. He wasn't. He wasn't. Al Jesus says, what people don't realize is a lot of these coaches didn't necessarily recruit Louisiana because they knew they couldn't come in here and take them from LSU. We will be A-OK. That's a damn good point. It's a very damn good point from LGZ. LGZ, you need to come up in Twitter spaces some nights, dog. I'll, uh, I know you're on Twitter, but you need to come in those Twitter spaces. Derek Carlin says, I seen the other day that LSU plays Army in 23. Hope, I hope that I can make that game. I didn't see that. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed it. Brandon Reese says, Williams was a big pickup uh, for BK. Yeah, it's a big pickup. Yes, it's a big pickup. Then you got a Marion Miller that's coming back to uh, camp this week. You got multiple guys coming to camps this week. July is going to be a busy, a busy month for them. It's going to be a very busy month for LSU. 
Colin Jackson's in town. Derek Williams, you know, there's some last week making an unofficial visit on Wednesday to LSU. Jordan Matthews looking really good. Jawan Johnson looking really good. LSU's going to have to go outside the state to get some offense and defensive linemen. Sounds good. But that's the burden that they have. BK's had to do it before. He's going to have to do it again. I think that they're going to they're gonna be fine. It drives me insane. Dylan Austin says, hashtag ask Blake, you believe this smoke for Oregon being the leader for Dante? I think it's it could be. It could be. Definitely could be. I, I would be surprised if he went out west, but it could be. Oh. Definitely could be. Derek says, I could be wrong, though. I saw it in an article the other day. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, man. Uh, I want to talk about this LSU baseball coaching staff, though. And, guys, like I said, we won't go too terribly long. We'll probably wrap it up in another 10 minutes. Um, I, all right. All right. All right. All right. But, yes, I know. And we'll talk about this more tomorrow or Monday whenever we come back live. Um, so, look. Jason Kelly, the LSU pitching coach for LSU, is becoming the new head coach of Washington. He's been at Washington. He's a West Coast guy. Good for him. Dan Fitzgerald and and Jason Kelly are both now head coaches at programs. Good for them. Just shows how good their staff was. And really and truthfully, it's a very big accomplishment for Jay Johnson. He's got two guys that are now head coaches, one in the Big 12 and another in the Pac-12. And let's not act like <coughs> – Excuse me, guys. I'm still battling with this stuffy nose and coughing. But let's not act like the pack guys. I know Stanford's getting beat down right now, but they're not a crappy conference. They're not a horrible conference when it comes to college baseball. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna get a lot of people mad, or some people mad. Um, but with Jason Kelly, the pitching coach, going to Washington. There's legitimately only one coach that I want to hear about. Now, if LSU gets him, great. If they don't, it's whatever. Christian Ostrander, the pitching coach at Southern Miss, is the only person, the only person that Jay Johnson needs to be talking to. Guys, he is considered, and for some of you, oh, well, Southern Miss, this. Guys, Southern Miss just shoved it down your ass. No pause. With guys that were considered, and I don't mean this to Tanner Tanner Hall any, but leftovers in the state of Louisiana, and he went and recruited him, developed him, and now the kid could arguably be a first-round pick next season. Christian Ostrander is the guy that Jay Johnson has to go after. Are there other great pitching coaches around the country? Sure. Fine. Whatever. But there's not not a lot that are better at developing and better at recruiting and getting kids to come to your program than Christian Ostrander. I understand that Southern Miss, Southern Miss fans are going to be upset. And I look, I, I'm with you. But you, to Southern Miss fans, and I love you to death, you're not the prestige of LSU. And I know that you're trying to build something. And you have built something under Scott Barry. But LSU's on a different level here. LSU's going to pay more money. They're going to be able to get better recruits. And does Christian Ostrander's philosophy change now that he would be going to an LSU? 
I know some have said in the past that Ostrander um, is worried about um, some some retirement things. Pay that man seven hundred fifty thousand and let's let's cut it a deal. Call, pay him five hundred grand. Let's call it an evening. But you want to be you want to be dominant. You want to be dominant. Shit. You go get Christian Ostrander. He's probably the one of, if not the best pitching coach in the Southeast. And he's not that far from your campus. Now, I know that Jay is out recruiting, trying to get, you know, talking to kids in the portal and all this kind of stuff and wrapping up his recruiting class. Jay, you better not take long with Ostrander, dog. You better go pick up that phone, call Coach Oz right now, and get the deal done. Bottom line. Bottom line. Chance Babin says LSU does play Army next season and Grambling. How about that? The 318 going to get them cheeks clapped. Ain't that right, uh, dude, Beasy? Uh, speaking of that, <laughs> I don't mean that disrespectfully to Grambling. I'm just throwing some shade at our Grambling, our Grambling alum in here. <laughs> Pooh Bear, was that out of line? Is Hugh Jackson going to get them cheeks clapped? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Blake's going overboard. Uh, Doe Beasy says Sherman Wilson and company are running point guard with Kerry Cooks and Robert Steeples and shooting threes like Chef Curry. They are. Look, Sherman Sherman Wilson deserves a lot of credit. Sherman's a dog in recruiting, bro. Just going to let you know. He's a dog in recruiting. Uh, Chance Babbin also said, uh, do we have two Chance Babbins? That's, does this guy, does this guy and this guy look the same? One guy seems older. Chance Babbin, is that, is that you? <laughs> uh, but he says, hope Coach Oz would bring some USM arms with him. True. Uh, Pooh Bear says, score update, Arkansas up 9-1, to one, top of 7, 2 outs. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I, I did take Arkansas today. They're, look, them and Ole Miss, man, hot, hot right now. Sherry Barry. What's up, Sherry? She says, LSU with Ostrander would be something special. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Eric Johnson says 50K is pocket change for LSU. Yeah, it's pocket change. But look, I'm not going to talk about the hitting coach. I, I think Jay's going to do that on his own anyway. Who can coach third base, whatever. I think Jay could do it if he absolutely needed to. I, I'm okay. The pitching staff is what you what, what you have to worry about the most. And Coach Oz is that dude. It would be like... Hmm... I mean, he's not a younger guy, but he's not an older guy. He would just be, you know, in a way, it would kind of be like getting a, a Lane Kiffin type of coach without all the bullshit in the in, in the Twitter, honestly. Don't let that man – don't let – do not let that man stay at Southern Miss for 150 k a year when you can pay him and get him here. Don't do it. He can be a head coach and waiting at Southern Miss. With all due respect, you can go wherever you want if you come to LSU and you prove some shit. I mean, 
and again, like I said, all all respects in the world to Southern Miss. This is this isn't the the prestige isn't there, man. It just isn't. And I I like I like Southern Miss, but come on. Uh, LG says you offer Ostrander a contract that he can't refuse. Yeah, you give him five hundred thousand. Say, come on, come on. He he he. You to to be great, you gotta spend the money. Uh, Dobesi says, chill out, bro, or watch it, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, you think Aunt Marshall's gonna get mad at me, Pooh Bear? We're talking about Grandma getting them mass, getting them cheeks clapped. Anyway, Buster Tanner says, have a friend that runs a seven on seven out of Atlanta area that came down with some of his players to LSU and said they had the recruiting team, the best recruiting team in the country. No, don't say that, Buster. Don't say that because we're so far behind in NIL. We're so far behind in recruiting. We can't we can't possibly have the best recruiting staff in the country. We just can't. We just can't. There's no way. There's no way. All right, we'll pick us back up a little bit tomorrow and Monday, but let's get let's pay these bills right quick. We'll bring in Pooh Bear and let him calm me down about the, the cheek clapping of, of, of Grambling. So about our good friends over at Gramco, and we'll be back in a minute. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure – if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 all right we got the poo man in here uh, Pooh, am I, um, uh, I think your mic might be muted, but am I, um, out of line by saying Hugh Jackson's going to come down to Baton Rouge and get his cheeks collapsed? No, that means no. Hard to say. That, that means Hard to no. say. Now, now, now the, the, the Southern dance girls, somebody going to get you. Nobody online is going to get you. Somebody in your house is going to get you. Oh, she don't watch it. But I'll tell it to her face. I swear to God, <laughs> I want to see him pop lock and drop it. Look, look, I'll watch her if she does it. I, I mean, look, how do you think she got me? All right, I'm in real trouble. I'm in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in real trouble. Like, I, 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 might get, I might get shot. I might get shot. Gotcha, gotcha. What? I mean, listen, there's only so much I could do as the uh, assistant to the regional manager. There's only so much I can do to help you. So. It's a hell of a shirt. It's a hell of a shirt. Uh, Pooh Bear, what you thinking, man? I mean, I got to be honest. There's just not a lot going on, but what are you thinking? 
Um, this is an opportunity for for, and I don't know if he's going to play it like this, but this might be an opportunity for Jay Johnson to bring in some more coaches, and he can kind of pass the pass the buck on last season to uh, you know my you know coaching staff you know weren't quite up to par and not saying that that's the case or that he that's what he can do but optics saying that that might be Jay, something jason kelly is not a better pitching mm-hmm. coach than christian ostrander he's no, just not. not at all okay and not i don't all. care that jason kelly's going to washington i don't mm-hmm. give two shits He's not a better pitching coach, and you got to go do. Look, Jay better. Jay better. Jay's gonna learn quickly. Like, look, man, mm-hmm. you you know. And I think there's gonna be some pressure on Jay to get this one right, like right, right. Yeah. And, and get some kids right. in here to do some good things. All right. Well, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. thought. I mean, I was a little surprised. Old Chris Hilton Jr. said that. Um. Southern was the, you know, he's really looking forward to that game in, in, in week two because of all that it means to I, him. I think we all are. We talked with, uh, when we talked with Emory on, on the Golden Boot, that that was a game he mentioned that, you know, he was looking forward to the Southern. And, and get this, everybody else, fans-wise, you know, we're looking forward to the, the Southern game for the band and stuff. Ryan is hilarious, by the way. Um, we're looking forward, you know, for the band and stuff. The football players, they, they aren't going to get to see the band, but they're excited about the atmosphere, and they're excited about all their friends being at the game. So, right. Well, and, and look, I mean, again, you grow up in a town, and Southern is literally, mm-hmm. with all due respect to Southern, they literally are the, team, the, the school on the other side of town, right? I mean, literally right. from everybody, Pooh. I mean, they're white, black, and different. They are the program right. on the other side of town, okay? I mean, and that's no shot at any – but you can't be an FCS right. school, okay, or any smaller school, any mm. big school, any big town, and not be the other school. But, but mm. they have, a, they have a, a chance here to walk out with people wanting to mm. follow them, okay? Let me, let me say this. Right. When's the, I have never broken down Southern football, okay? It's just not mm. what we built the platform on. We will now, okay? And I, I, I right. think that – and let me say this. Instead of you playing Chattanooga, okay, Chattanooga, <laughs> I would rather you play the HBCU in your hometown, okay? And especially yeah. if that band's playing neck, okay? Because, Pooh, there's, there's, there's something that, that's known as fan momentum. Okay, and when the mm-hmm. fans are, mo- are, are you know are doing things, that makes the players and coaches do things, and maybe right. Southern get your ass hype and ready to roll. Yeah, a um, couple years ago, uh, outside of the Iron Bowl, uh, one of the biggest games that Auburn had was against Alabama State, which is about fifty miles uh, uh, separation between the two, and that game had, uh, I mean fans from Montgomery, you know, to Auburn and in between coming to that. So, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, Alabama gets a lot of criticism because they on the only team in the state of Alabama that they play is Auburn. And uh, they don't, you know, I guess you could say spread the wealth throughout the, the state. And that's kind of a, a big issue. So, yeah, this this is going to be big. Alabama has played the service, service schools, you know. Um, yeah. Which... I mean, but, you know, 
At some point, you got to play somebody inside your state. This is a rabbit hole, and I I don't want to go down too far, but I will say this. UAB's uh, football program, as a lot of people know, folded a few years ago. UAB is under Alabama. Alabama could have played UAB. UAB would have got that money, and technically that money would have stayed in-house. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, the short man's losing it. Yeah, I, I don't trust a man that eats that many cream cream pies. I, I look, y'all can make fun of me all y'all want. We only know about the cream pies. That never mind. <laughs> you can't, all right, Blake. You gotta finish. It was it. a good show. You gotta finish it. <laughs> no. I was just gonna say we only know about the uh, cream pies he eats that little David made. True. I'm not gonna say about. All right, Blake. It was a good one. All right. Great, great show. I hope nobody hears that. That would definitely get us canceled. All right, guys. We'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.